HIV disease management. I can't believe this is the 25th one, but since I'm only 13, I can't imagine how long that's been going on. So welcome to Los Angeles, and welcome to our conference this year. We're going to start off this morning with a little bit of in memoriam. Many of you in the audience will remember uh, Mark Weinberg. He was a trailblazing HIV researcher and patient advocate. He was the head of AIDS research at the Lady Davis Institute for Medical Research at Jewish General Hospital and the director of the McGill University AIDS Center and professor of medicine and microbiology and immunology at McGill in Canada. Mark uh, died suddenly this year while on vacation in Florida. He was identified, was the first of our research physicians who identified 3TC as an agent effective against HIV in 1989. Lamivudine, as you know, has been a key component of drug combinations used to treat HIV infection for many, for three decades now, and that was one of his sentinel, sentinel contributions, but of course he's made many contributions to HIV care and research in the areas of uh, HIV reservoirs, HIV virology, drug resistance, and development and uh, evaluation of new agents for treatment of HIV. So our community misses Mark and wants to just acknowledge his passing as a pioneer in our field. So this morning I'm going to introduce uh, myself as one of our co-chairs. I'm Constance Benson. I'm a professor of medicine at the University of California, San Diego in the Division of Infectious Diseases. And my co-chair is Ron Mitsuyasu, a professor of medicine at University of California, Los Angeles. And he and I will be uh, moderating the sessions today. I'm going to do most of the sessions this morning and Ron will uh, move into that position this afternoon. So now that everybody's awake and you've figured out how to use your cell phones, we're going to try and figure out how to use the audience response system. All right, so giving us practice with some polling. First question for today is, did you attend, or how many of you will find out, attended the 2017th conference on retroviruses and opportunistic infections. So let's get started with your polling. Okay. 9% of us did, and 91% didn't. My guess is the 9% are the speakers, but I'm sure there are some of you in the audience who attended CROI. And let's see. I think we already did this. Oh, have you attended a post-CROI update? I'm sorry. Okay, looks like for 44% of you, this is sort of your first uh, post-CROI update. Others, about a third of you, have attended some additional conferences that provided you with new information this year. 
Our next question has to do with your academic training or background. Um, please respond with the answer that best indicates what you do for a living. Are you a medical doctor, a nurse practitioner, a physician assistant, a pharmacist, registered nurse or other nursing professional, public health professional, health educator or counselor, or other? Okay, we're getting more and more responses here, so that's good. Uh, looks like 51% of the audience are medical doctors. The next largest group is pharmacists, and then nurse practitioners and physician assistants, and a smattering of audience participants from other professional groups. So, next question. What is your primary area of practice specialty? Um, Obviously, we have a lot of choices here, but please pick the one that best represents what you do. The first is addiction medicine, dentistry, family medicine, general medicine, infectious diseases, internal medicine, pharmacology, psychiatry, and other. We didn't ask if anybody was a dentist, so if you're a nurse practitioner doing dentistry, you're a unique individual. So let's see what the poll looks like now. Well, maybe I came on too strong. Okay, now that music is just going to put us to sleep. All right, looks like 61% of you do something in the area of infectious diseases. And a larger a fair number of individuals also do internal medicine, general medicine, and family medicine. So good primary care practitioners, excellent. So how about the setting of your current work? Please select one of the following responses to indicate where you work, your primary work setting. So do you work in clinical research, a community-based clinic, corrections facility? Are you a fellow or other person in training? Work in a government-based facility, a solo or group practice, a hospital-based clinic, a managed care organization, or other? I guess a lot of these could apply to multiple things, but kind of pick the one that you think sounds best for your practice. That's a little better. <laughs> you might ask why we're asking you all these questions. It generally helps us to target our discussions a little bit more carefully to our audience. So it looks like we have a pretty good representation of all the different kinds of practitioners. The one we're sort of missing here are people who work in a corrections facility. They probably don't let them out of jail to come and listen to talks. So. Let's move on to um, medical education, 
education credits, do you intend to claim any of the following continuing education credits? Um, continuing Medical Education, American Academy of Family Physicians, American Board of Internal Medicine, Maintenance of Certification Points, Pharmacy Education, or Nursing Education? I think this kind of represents the audience, so thank you for applying for these. I hope the principles displayed today in our course will help with those continuing medical education credits. So we have a number of students and fellows who are in training. We like to acknowledge and recognize their activities. If there are any of you in the audience, would you mind please standing up so we can congratulate you for getting away from work for a day so you can come get educated. All right, a couple of brave souls, so thank you. Um, Coming soon, uh, we have a specific program planned for fellows and students, which is termed HIV Core Principles Pathogenesis and Treatment of HIV Infection. You can find more information about this on the IASUSA.org website. And our next question is, how many HIV-infected patients are presently under your direct care? And we have a number of options here that range all the way from none, I do not treat patients or don't treat them yet, to I'm retired, all the way up to those who treat more than 500 HIV-infected individuals in your clinical practice. So please respond to the poll now. Okay, a broad range, everywhere from zero to more than 500. I think it's remarkable that 15% of the audience is currently taking care of more than 500 patients in their clinical practice, so very experienced audience here. Um, last question, I think, is place yourself on the following scale of HIV expertise with the number that best applies to what you consider to be your expertise. Um, with one being limited or no HIV treatment expertise and number five being an HIV expert. So please uh, respond to the poll now. Okay, 14% consider themselves HIV experts. Now, 15% of you said you take care of more than 500 patients. So 1% of you with that many patients don't consider yourself to be an expert. That's a little odd. But again, a very experienced group. 
Following that act, I just want to remind you that this course will cover cutting-edge information about treatment related to HIV, HCV, and other infections that influence the care of HIV-infected individuals. Some of the discussions will include unapproved uses of some of the medications that are covered in the presentations. And please be sure to check the product information and current evidence about any of these agents before prescribing them. This year, new in the 2017 courses, we are offering American Board of Internal Medicine Maintenance of Certification points. These are available all, uh, at all of the live IASUSA CME activities, and your syllabus provides questions and information about how to get credit for those. We're going, we focus our programs primarily on academic venues and conference centers, so we've moved a little bit away from the hotel kind of structure that we have used in the past for these programs, and so we'd very much like your feedback about that. And we're using a new ARS system from your phone or any text-capable device. And as I reminded everyone earlier, please make sure your device is set up. We are going to move right into the start of the course. And I am going to introduce our first speaker.